Wrestling featuring the JDF Memorial Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms to stream your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on the iTunes, leave us a review for the five-star kind. Links to all the platforms and merchandise available only at ykwrestling.com. Welcome back for another another one, as the uh, Sir DJ Khalid would call it. We're back at Nukipi Buckingham Palace, and I am the thespian T.C. Fontaine, joined by Mr. Worldwide, Greek Havoc. Mr. Fish and Chips, you got a new nickname? New nickname of that, sir. Oh. As of today, oh. you may call me King Reek of the House of Havoc, first of his name. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you know, if we wanted to commit to it, we would talk in these accents for the whole episode. But I don't know how much we'll be able to commit to it. So I'm going to transition back into my regular voice and uh, welcome y'all here. Uh, Mr. Worldwide, uh, Mr. King reek of what, what is the game i'm sorry i forgot it that uh, house of havoc king reek of house of havoc love it that's fire you don't know yes, talked yes, about sir. it last week reek went to the uk for a few days got to see the real buckingham palace i peeped that man i'm gonna i'm gonna get back in character in a minute but uh yeah oh, that yeah. That's a that, that's a that's a fun trip. That's a fun trip. Ten out of ten. Highly recommend. I done took about two hundred pictures. I felt like you and Malik for a minute because <laughs> it's like I used all the features on my cam. Hey, and like I, it's, 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 it, 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 oh, it's it's beautiful out there, man. Like mm. really, like people be thinking like talk about London like it's a small city. It's really not. Nah, it's, hell it's, no. it's, it's, it's it's massive, all over the place. The biggest city in the country. <clears throat> Yeah, man, it's like, and it's clean. Like, it? talking from from somebody that you know spent a lot of time in my childhood in New York, just up here. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, subways is clean. Like, people, people in like the and out and about stuff like that. People attentive, employees are attentive. They see you struggling, you looking lost. You, they coming to help you. Like, hey, I know you. You're looking a little off here. Let me let me help you out. You know what I'm saying, like, and like the food, you bro. Lost in it. The food, like, food. I, I, I re- well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but but it's like I realized how bad shit they give us out here is because it's like, oh yeah, it don't got none of that that none of that extra shit that you know was all processed and Corn stuff like syrup. that. Everything is lean and healthy and fresh. You know what I'm saying? Soda, soda don't taste all heavy. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, That's it's, like corn syrup, fam. Yeah. 
Damn, man, it's wild, bro. This is is really crazy. Like everything got more bang for your buck. But man, that's that is a that is a place, man. If a show is, and so you know, I, I love that you're so complimentary because you had to get them compliments out the way just because you already know. Guess what? Now, when I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna hold myself accountable and do it. <laughs> oh man! So my man, my man sent me a picture. Uh, let me just pull it back up. My man sent me a picture. Just just when he got to his hotel room in London, and he sent this picture as proof. <laughs> These niggas be eating beans for breakfast. <laughs> you can't bring that ass here because y'all legitimately eat beans for breakfast. I'm gonna tell you this. My man sent me a picture of a of the, of the room service menu and for yep. breakfast, English breakfast. Uh 24 euros is actually pretty pretty cheap compared to uh to American hotels, you know. It's pounds. These it's pounds, pounds it's not euros, okay. Yeah. Look like a euro sign. Okay, I don't know my I don't know my uh, uh, international currency as well as I thought, but uh, twenty four <laughs> pounds, which compared to our dollar, maybe like fifteen dollar breakfast. And I'm it's I'm like, dragging it. I'm dragging. It's, it. it's, it's like twenty dollars. No, it's higher. It's like twenty for twenty four. There it'll be like twenty five and change over here. I thought they dollar dip, so I thought you know I thought mm. a little bit less work. It must have came back. Ours dip. They don't want our shit. That's tough. That's mm. tough. Yeah, I get it. But uh, English breakfast, twenty four pounds. You get all this. You get you got you got all this. Nah, I, we went down. They had a they had a restaurant that's like right on the first floor, and they had a little buffet. So we just went down there for breakfast. Okay, but everything that's on there was in that buffet. <laughs> The English breakfast come with uh, bacon, sausage, tomato, mushroom toast, scrambled eggs, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, plus one choice from the continental selection, uh, which which that was, I can't see the whole picture. But regardless, <laughs> this English breakfast came with baked beans. So they really be eating beans for breakfast. That's crazy. And I witnessed somebody. Put, put it on their They be putting too. on their so, toast too. They be spreading it on the toast and they eat yeah. it like it's jelly. It is. I got no words for it. No yeah. words for it at all. Now, I eat baked beans with my barbecue. There's two totally different, <laughs> two totally different meals right there. Yeah. Because like, I mean, unless you're a deviant, I don't know anybody that's eating barbecue for breakfast. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So y'all 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 be eating real suspect niggas eating beans, <laughs> but yeah, a little hey. minor peasant of the week. They do that. They do that indeed. They do that out there. Bloody beans. Oh yes, bloody beans. I was about to get in a full like William Regal promo, so I'm gonna just stop. <laughs> I was I was like this, I was about to do it, like the symbiote in my body was about to take over. <laughs> Uh, it's it's warranted. <laughs> it's warranted, so I'll support it, one hundred and ten percent. Bloody William Regal, all games, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> so 
So yeah, shout out to the UK. I'm, I'm gonna have to go myself. I always hear it's, it's pretty great. And this is from a kid who was always obsessed with uh, Parisian culture coming up. And then I come to find out that Paris is dirty as fuck. So like now I'm I'm very like, I don't know if I want to go to Paris. Like you walk in puddles where you think it's water is piss, all that type stuff. Mm-mm. So rats running around all over the place. Like a European New York City kind of. It's crazy. Yeah, it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't none of that over there. The only only thing I saw out there was pigeons, which oh, I yeah. mean, Doing the same hood, <laughs> you see like, pigeons all the time, <laughs> right? So that ain't nothing. Bird I did not see a single single vermin anywhere in the street, I love it. in building, no anywhere. roaches, nothing, not nothing, you know, whatsoever. You know, you see roaches all the time out here in Vegas. Now the roaches out here fly. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. That's uh. He evolved out here. Oh boy. Yeah, flying roaches. Yeah, I'm. I'm not with it. I might have to move somewhere. Man, I seen a scorpion one time. Scared the shit out of me when I first moved here. I ain't know what to do. Uh-oh. I seen a coyote at UNLV. I seen a coyote. Dead ass. Oh hell no. Yeah, I'm dead serious. It was late at night, so it was, you know, probably prowling, just like chilling. Yeah, I played Grand Theft Auto. Them coyotes on there is vicious, so I can't imagine how they are in real life. Right. I want to find out the hard way. Uh, yeah, shout out to London though. I'm gonna have to go one day, one of these days, next year possibly. <clears throat> Shit, if I if I had bread like that, money in the bank, I would have been there. But I want to say if it if it's within the budget, I highly recommend oh, yeah. it. Now they have a they have another big pay per view over there, a big four, something oh, like two. that. Uh, money in the bank. It is it's technically a big five. I don't know if they committing to it though or not. Yeah, so we gonna see. We gonna find out. But uh, it's uh, it's Happy Women's History Month though. For I don't know how many women listen to this show outside of the one that we know of. Uh, but yeah, Happy Women's History Month to uh to those who celebrate. And uh, with that being said, special announcement coming soon before the month is over. New edition of theme song madness featuring all women's theme songs. So be on the lookout for that. One of these Mondays, y'all gonna tune in and it's gonna be theme song madness. Mm-hmm. So gotta figure it out. We can talk about that after we get off the uh the air. But uh we watch wrestling all week long. And uh you watch any wrestling this past week? Because I did not. Uh no, not at all. I uh was very much occupied throughout mm-hmm. the week, yeah. And uh, I did manage to I did manage to catch up uh, on the, the weekly viewing, you know, uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, I didn't catch NXT, um, but uh, Friday Night SmackDown just just making sure I, I'm up to date. But outside of that, I just I uh, couldn't keep up. Like it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Absolutely. But, uh, TV selections over there are, are not very uh, are not very plentiful. I, I spent a lot of time it, it, when I had the TV. WWE Network. Oh no, not all. No. no. Uh, the, OG uh, the, Network, the, not Peacock. The, the most I the most I think I saw uh, was probably uh, Law and Order because they had a whole channel that basically was just running all those shows, uh, Law and Order Which and NCIS. Oh, that's for you. Okay. 
It's the, the best kind. But it was it was just all of those shows, you know, SVU, the regular Law and Order, uh, NCIS, just just those shows. They had a whole channel. Outside of that, it was just a lot of like uh, local networks, you know, BBC and uh, channel that had a lot of English movies and things like that. It's, and you have a was it BT Sport? I, I didn't find it, hmm. but that that was just that was in the hotel, so. They had just probably a, a group of channels there. Yeah. I mean, people people on vacation on holiday aren't really watching TV like that, so it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, facts, facts. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't watch much wrestling this week either. Um, I was watching a lot of TV shows, man. Like, I mean, probably won't put this whole episode on YouTube, but I got the Martin background as my background because I was watching a lot of Martin and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was watching my show. Snowfall came back a couple weeks ago. Bel Air. Um, I've been watching all that stuff, man. Uh, did you get a chance to see Creed three? I did not. All right. I did not. So out of respect for uh, my host, I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, <laughs> if you would have seen it, we would have been talking about it. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh give a, a non spoiler review in this case here. Uh, fantastic film. It is the best Creed out of all the Creeds, in my opinion. Y'all need to put some respect on Michael B. Jordan for once. Y'all still be trying to say he can't act. And he's he's more than proven that to be the opposite. If you put this man up against, uh, he was against Jonathan Majors in this movie. Shout out to Jonathan Majors, too. Mm -hmm. Much respect to him. Uh, Having a hell of a year. Oh, man. He's an incredible actor. Uh, Incredible Mm -hmm. thespian. He was uh, in a movie with Jamie Foxx. He was in a movie with Angela Bassett and Lupita and Chadwick Boseman. And he held his own with all them. And y'all still be trying to say my mans can't act. And not only did he put on a fantastic acting performance, he also directed the movie. And his first movie directing it. So uh, like we talked about uh, last week, you know, said this man was corny, all that stuff. Because he liked anime coming up. If y'all love Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and One Piece and all that shit, y'all gonna love this movie for the fight scenes only. So do with that information Ooh. what you would. I heard about that. Yeah, I did hear about it. Very intrigued, indeed. And indubitably, indubitably. Uh, <laughs> I also was watching a lot of Michael Jackson performances on YouTube like the last couple of days too. Because yeah, that's mm. that's the goat. That's my goat. <laughs> that's my goat so shout out to both mjs okay michael bj and and michael j actually <laughs> <laughs> hey can you imagine michael jackson wwe oh my god that just might might be the greatest entertainer to step foot in the square circle if he had done Man. that because like this dude so i'm watching um you seen the shit about John Moran, right? Oh my! <laughs> so I'm not Terrible. about to get into that. But uh, no, I no. seen I seen this tweet, and um, it's this clip of Michael Jackson performing Earth Song, and uh, it's like this soldier who's like invading the village or whatever. Uh, he come out there, he pointing his rifle, and Michael Jackson just like <laughs> put the rifle. If <laughs> somebody like did that to John Moran, like put the gun down. So I was just like, yo, Michael Jackson, hilarious. I'm about to go watch this performance. And this dude 
when, when the soldier came through with the tank while like they came through and like invaded while he dancing he doing his whole performance and shit and the soldier mm. tank come through and this nigga Mike step in front of the tank <laughs> with his arms out <laughs> like stopping the tank and the soldier hop out pointing the gun Mike make him put the gun down <laughs> and make him see the error of his ways and I'm like man uh. I feel like Michael Jackson could have done that in real life because everybody loved Michael Jackson. So ain't nobody about to be like, oh, shit, that's Mike. Let me put this gun down for real. That shit would really happen. Oh, I mean, nobody wanted to be that person that to say, oh, I shot Michael Jackson. I mean, oh. uh, you, you'd have to kill yourself yeah. within the hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, damn, this dude is a showman. And then, you know, I had to, had to watch the Super Bowl performance, of course. And... Uh, this man came out there and stood for like two minutes. Did, did, didn't move a muscle. Nothing. Just just sat there. Just sat there. Looked out into the crowd. Didn't twitch. And people people continued to cheer consistently. Got louder as time went on. He did not move a single bloody muscle. He just stood there in one position. His head turned and just just breathing. Just literally standing there, just breathing. And people were losing their Fucking mind. That's what it, the Rockets to do, right? So I like, think it might have been his inspiration. Yeah, that, and that's what made me think about it. like, dang, what if what if this dude was in the WWE, or like, what oh, if he man. just made an appearance at WrestleMania or something? He would have biggest pop you would have ever ever seen or heard, rather, in wrestling. Uh, well, well, you know, a lot of what, money. Yeah, you know a lot of what Shinsuke Nakamura's gimmick is throughout yeah, like you know, Prince every promotion. Jackson. Yeah, every promotion that he's been in, he channels a lot of Michael Jackson and Prince from his showman perspective. Yeah. So uh, that 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 presence that he just delivers has always been something derived from them. So I, I mean, I would imagine if either of them had stepped into yeah, even as a, a guest appearance, it just would have been something special, something really just mind-blowing for the fans for, for everyone involved Thanks. and uh shout out to santana jackson so maybe one day we get a, a michael jackson performance at wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> one of these days uh also i watched ufc 285 i didn't watch the whole show oh, yes. uh i watched uh i saw grasso win um mm-hmm. and i watched the main event that's uh, it that's, am, all, that's all it was to watch yeah <laughs> Uh, the main event wasn't nothing at all. Uh, two minutes. Uh, I am always gonna bet against the crackhead Jones. Uh, no matter what, he he is he is like the male Ronda Rousey to me. I'm gonna always bet against him. And unlike Ronda, you, I'm not gonna miss the bet. You bet against John Jones? Yes, I do. Every you're time. a madman, sir. You're a madman. I might as well. Shit, get some money. Out. That was that 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 was easy money to bet for him. It was not, not one eighty-five. It's not, not good. This, 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 this guy. I, I didn't for one second think that Suragon was going to beat him. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that easy, but I, I was not going to bet against John. Not against this fight. If, if there was a fight that I thought there would maybe may be some doubt, and it's coming up in international international fight week. Well, yeah, yeah, Stipe. That's the last real challenge I see for him at this division now but by then he will have oh god by then he will have settled in to you know his new new body and everything like that he'll have time to adjust because this was kind of a warm-up for him and he took no damage 
So he has more time to, to kind of make any tweaks and changes. But I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't bet against him. I do. It's, it's personal. Just, uh... it's, it's personal for me. That's why I do it. His, y'all, y'all know his brother. He had two brothers that played in the NFL. One of them. Yes, of course. Uh, one of his brothers won a championship with 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 my New England Patriots and uh, big fan Chandler Jones. I feel like Chandler Jones cost us a three peat, and so because of that, I'm gonna take it out on his brother. Because uh... <laughs> his brother, if y'all don't know, John Jones, a lot of a lot of coke, a lot of the bumps. Wrong kinds of the wrong kinds of bumps. Yeah, he takes the wrong kinds of bumps. Uh, his brother, on the other hand, might be on that shit too. Cause this dude, so I had the inside scoop before anybody knew exactly what happened. Cause I know a dude uh, who's a Patriots fan and he ended up hitting me up like that morning that Chandler Jones ended up going into the hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. It was our bye week for the playoffs. So we wasn't playing, but he didn't really play the next week. And like, we could have used uh, the pressure on the quarterback, <clears throat> Peyton Manning. Could have used some pressure on him. Who's a paid man or uh who's paid man's backup that year? Uh Brooke Osweiler? Yeah. I think Peyton might have been playing though. So we could have used the pressure. Oh, oh that, that it was the year Peyton retired. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton, Peyton was he uh he no strapped doubt in his my little, mom, we would have beat strapped up his, He strapped his bad foot up and uh yeah. got himself out there to make he sure was, he could yeah. play. <laughs> John Jones' brother, Chandler Jones. Uh, got admitted to the hospital for a bad reaction to K2, which is fake news. Oh, yes, yes, that's right, that's right. <laughs> he didn't reveal what it was for like a few months, but I, I was told what it was the morning it happened. And uh, yeah, kind of been on my shit list ever since then. Oh, Cost my boy. team three straight Super Bowls. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, you, been, you been checking out any of those uh, new WWE legends? Oh, you know, I, I, I've I've got to put it on my list for this week because uh, I, I just just realized and a couple days ago that it, it's it started up again. Yeah, because I'm looking forward to these. Um, which China's there was one me. I saw. Yeah, China, China's on there. Jake and um, I think uh, yeah, Jake Snake. I think Kane is on this one. There's a few of them I want to see. So. They had a, I they had a John Cena and Rock Rivals. Mm. That's a good one. That, that, that's a good one. Because that was very personal. A lot of people don't, uh-huh. don't realize. They they took some real real verbal shots because uh, Cena like had some real, some real animosity towards yeah. The Rock. He did. Even though he wound up following his footsteps later on. He really on. did. At least John Cena come back, though. Like, tomorrow, he's going to be back. So. That's true. Oh, man. It's six already. Yeah. About that Lord, time. The t- where uh, is this on going? Real quick, shout out to Jake the Snake Roberts because uh, we're going to have to nominate him for Mr. Check Getter at the mm. end of the year. This man out here is signed to AEW and WWE at the same exact time. And I forget about it. And yeah. I, I forgot until they started promoting the Jake the Snake Legends. And I was like, oh, he is signed to a, a, a an alumni Legends deal yeah, yeah. with them. And he signed to a performer deal with AEW, which like I don't know how he getting paid from them. I don't if he ever be on TV anymore, he just signed. I I, I don't you know what is he the, still signed well, AEW shit? I, I, I really don't know because you know uh, initially I, I was happy for Jake when he showed up. Mm-hmm. 
you know, kind of being that uh, that valet, that manager for um, Lance Archer. Who was that? Lance Archer, yeah. Uh, I was happy for him. I really was. And then it was just like, over time, he just kept making all these uh, uh, jokes about dicks and things like that. And it just, it was weird yeah. talking about Boston nuts and it was just it got it got a little strange and then over time you just saw less and less of him to the point that we don't know if he is active for them or not uh so i really don't know i mean this is wikipedia so you know it's not always accurate but wikipedia still says he signed so i'm pretty sure uh he's still on the roster page but yeah he's also signed to that uh to that merchandising deal so just to check mm, okay. it for real for real Shout out to Jake. Be, be a candidate. Vegas wrestling legend. That is also true. Yeah. Facts. That's why so many wrestlers in Vegas do the best DDTs. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of folks do true. DDTs and it'd be trash. But Vegas wrestlers do the DDT perfect the way it's supposed to be done. Well, now at this point, it kind of revolves around uh, the, making sure you do the form correctly. Because uh, it's gone so far from what it used to be. The DDT was a finishing move mm-hmm. when Jake did it in his prime. But, uh, you know, it, it's settled up so much now that every wrestler in every promotion could do a DDT at this point. It's just become like a clothesline, essentially, which yeah. also at one point was a finishing move. But this is where we are now. Super kick used to be a finishing move. Right. Oh, once upon a time. The Canadian Destroyer used to be a finisher. <laughs> it is not anymore. No. That shit is a transition move. And Petey Williams hates all y'all for it. Legitimately. Oh, that poor fellow. I ain't seen Petey I Williams breaking up backstage brawls in a minute. Not since he got washed that last time. <laughs> so I ain't, man. Y'all good. I, I, I'll stay back here. I can handle that. Uh, yeah, he 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 might have learned after the last time. At least somebody learned. Can't blame him. A lot of other people still getting the same mix and fucked up all the time. All bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pete Williams is not exactly uh, a man of stature in, in, amongst the, the the bigger folks out there. So I ain't taking no more spears from these big ass niggas. No, Never no, again. no. No, sir. Yeah, he's <laughs> only got a few left in him. Facts. Uh, this week in wrestling history, go through this pretty quickly here. Uh, 2001, your boy Paul Heyman uh, made his uh, official debut in WWE. And uh, this is really how a lot of wrestlers in ECW found out they didn't have a job no more. Mm. And they boss on uh, <laughs> another, t- another TV show. Yeah. Man. It's the, the start Man. of a. Uh, Paul Heyman being untrustworthy. Yeah, it, it, it's sad to say, but, you know, uh, Paul definitely has a, a special place in hell waiting for him. Despite all the fantastic work he's done in sports entertainment, he is elite, the greatest of the great uh, in the microphone and promotion, but uh, uh, he will have his day one day, unfortunately. Thanks. Uh, 2021. Uh Probably the greatest spectacle in AEW Dynamite history. Uh, we got to see Shaquille O'Neal wrestle in a, a, a no-holds-barred match versus Cody Rhodes. 
And uh, Jay Cargill and Red Velvet were in the match too, but I think we we cared more about Shaq and Cody. And uh, I was uh, very sports entertained for <clears throat> the twenty minutes that this took place. Well, I, I don't think there's the, been the a match more, better on Dynamite since. I, I, I don't. I I haven't spent enough time watching it to also confirm or <laughs> confirm or deny. Um, but I, the the more important factor coming out of that was the emergence of Jay Cargill mm-hmm. as a, as a performer, and uh, still to this day been probably the most uh, the best promoted talent on the roster. I don't think she has a match on on the card tonight. No, she does not. That's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. I don't like it. She also, uh, you know, talked about she be picking out them fly Instagram outfits for television. Mm-hmm. And only only getting one minute to do a promo backstage, so we only see oh like one minute. Mm-mm-mm. Can you stay Talk fumble the bag? Yeah, fumble the bag, Mister Khan. Mister Khan. Imagine she just spent like six months of just being dedicated at the performance center. How great she could be. Mm. But people we say we don't need. People say we don't need a a performance center. We don't because... need a performance center. This is our performance center. Oh, Everybody oh I, I, when we get to rumors, I have something along those lines, not to performance center per se, but I, I'm going to get to it. Okay. Don't worry. No worries. Uh, what else happened this week in wrestling history? Oh, uh, 2017, this week, for the first time ever, this man wins the Universal Championship. Goldberg. <laughs> Mind you, I said for the first time, which means there was a second time. We don't need to go back to that dark time. Should be a third in, time too. In, in history, give no. me a third time. Give me what I want. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. You know what I want. Give me what I want, Hunter. Look, look, look. Uh... Triple H has been doing well. Uh, we don't need to put a, a bad stain on his reputation for his first year as head booker. So uh, let's steer clear of that. This man is going to give Johnny Gargano a universal championship opportunity at some point in the next three months. That is a stain in his own right there. Because <laughs> you know what's happening. Well, it, you know we get the Cody and Johnny Gargano match. Would you know? He, he, he's, he's a pet project for the man. He, okay. He's very near and dear to his heart. So I mean, I I can't necessarily blame him for doing that. Corey Graves said what I've been saying about Johnny Gargano for years that he got a haircut like a fourth grader. He do. <laughs> I've never felt so. You know that meme, the worst person you know makes a great point. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. <laughs> oh. Uh, one more thing here. Uh, 2013 RIP to Paul Bear. 2019 RIP King Kong Bundy. Pair of Hall of Famers uh, passed away this week. Uh, happy birthday this past week to former WWE champion Big E. Get well soon, mm. brother. Uh, Please Booker do. T also. All right, it's a lot of wrestlers who were born on March 1st. Uh, Biggie, Booker T, you know, six time world champion, Hall of Famer, two time Hall of Famer. 
NXT commentator. Uh, Emma's mm-hmm. birthday was on the first. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly had a birthday on the first. And Davey Richards had a birthday on the first. A lot of wrestlers were born on the same day. Uh, elsewhere this past week, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Masato Tanaka, Norman Smiley, Lance Archer, Mike Tanay, Ivar, Jordan Grace, and uh, Lance Cade would have had a birthday this week, too. Shout out to Lance Cade. I was probably the only person who was a fan of his 20 years ago because they built him from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> and just like every other wrestler who's built from Omaha, Nebraska, they are not really from Omaha, Nebraska. No. Ted DiBiase is not from Omaha. And me thinking oh. he was for the longest. And he's not. Oh, I, I got I got some news on Ted, by oh, the way. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, some 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 very some very interesting story. I, I've, I've heard some up. things about uh, Ted DiBiase in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Didn't, didn't care to look into them, but I am uh, interested when we get to that point. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. We can get to that point now, man. Royal Addressing Rumors. And I yes, think I'm yes, going to transition course. back into talking into my Stuart Gilligan and Griffin voice. All right. Yes, sir. So, uh, let me see if I can pull this up here. So, oh, it's Brett DiBiase. Okay, okay. okay. The son son, of, yes, the son of Hall of Famer Ted DiBiase. He was in developmental. I remember that name, bro. He was in like, uh, was it Deep South Wrestling? I think it was in like 08. I think so. Um, He was involved in a huge embezzlement scandal Mm. in Mississippi. Uh-oh, now, uh, his, <laughs> oh, motherfuckers named Brett in Mississippi just scamming motherfuckers. I, I, I was just exactly, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's it's a lot going on here. So uh, he had to plead guilty to a kind of conspiracy to defraud the United States in U.S. District Court, and let's see, making fraudulent statements in 2020, facing five years in federal prison, fines up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, so it says that he was paid $48,000 through his business, his LLC, by using several false claims to get money and allegedly covered up these payments by falsifying documents, invoices, books, reports, and ledgers. Uh, so he had invoices to create, invoices that he made to pay him for teaching classes on drug abuse. And then for whatever reason, uh, somehow said he was unable to do the work but was still paid for it so uh yeah a lot of a lot of issues with uh mississippi welfare out there mm. with uh, like you said as you said uh men named brett in mississippi <laughs> oh man our irony that uh it happened comes from the, the the child of the million dollar man <laughs> everybody's got a price took that legitimately serious <laughs> Oh, entirely too serious. I take that too literal. Oh. Calm down. All right. So, uh, going down the rest of my notes here, uh, I have here Cody admits to almost tampering because he uh, did an interview. I, not not actually tampering, but uh, he said back in, I believe it was 2020, when Chad Gable was going under the short G gimmick, uh, he was one of the people at the rumors floating around and stuff like that, saying that people inside AEW wanted Chad Gable. He admitted that he was one of those people because he wanted to see them. And 
this comes right after he had a match with him this past Monday on Raw that uh, he got a lot of time and wanted to make sure he looked strong because, you know, Chad Gable was one of the better performers on the roster by far. But, uh, yeah, he wanted him that. Absolutely. Um, Naomi, a lot of people have been looking for her. Uh, she hasn't been showing up. Uh, still question marks about whether or not she's staying in WWE, if she's going to AEW. Uh, so the most unlikeliest of sources emerged to speak on this. Ariane. Uh, Ariane. Cameron, her, her old friend, Funkadactyl, Miss Ariane, uh, actually spoke on it when she was asked and said uh, she's recovering from some type of injury that she sustained uh, not too long ago. And uh, she said she wants her to tell the story, but uh, yeah, she is recovering from some sort of injury. So yeah, I want uh, her people to tell the story, but I need attention, so I'm going to bring it up first. Is what I yeah. got from that. Of course, of course, because <laughs> uh, I think she had a she had a rumble appearance about a year ago, and uh, didn't see her since then. Remember when she showed up on the AW? That was I did. That, I that, did. that, that, that was. <laughs> That was a nice little, right little joke. <laughs> Real quick, while we talking about people showing up for Rumble appearances and we not seeing them again, what, the, what happened to Nia Jax? I don't know. I'm I'm very confused about that, and I'm offended at the same time. Yeah, because you you was talking about you was back. And you yeah, know, maybe you are, and you just you know they have nothing for you at this point. Not not after Mania. Yeah. Let's let's keep an eye out for that. Yeah, I better see you at the. I still call it the Staples Center. Yeah, there, there, there's nothing else to call it. I mean, like crypto is just, uh, it's it doesn't it doesn't gel the nah. same way. It, it it should always be Staples. People saying we need to move on and evolve with the times, but certain things we just need to let stay sacred, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, apparently, and and I will. And make sure I emphasize this is a rumor, but uh, there are people, those same people that believe that Vince is back, in, you know, in the creative room. Uh, they believe that Vince was the. Uh, I think this came from Fightful, and uh, it said that they believe that. It, it, it just might be, but um, they believe that uh, Vince is the one that has pushed through the match between Brock Lesnar and Omos for WrestleMania. Yeah, like, like Brock uh, Lesnar can't can't think for himself. That's more so well, Brock. Well, I, I I could see that. Um, I don't know who else would want to see this match though. Like, I, I'm I'm not that really interested in it. Who don't want to see Brock Lesnar picking up another? 400 pound dude that's seven foot three on his shoulders we talked well, like i said last week this match got to be two minutes long it, it it shouldn't be no longer than five if it is then we what the fuck y'all doing and if it is longer than that that means you know we doing the whole spectacle and all that shit which i get it you can drag it out a little bit but it's brock lesnar picking up another big dude throwing him around everybody gonna love it look at the youtube views that's why they do it the the YouTube views say different. Y'all say people don't want to see. Well, um, for me, for one of the reasons for me, I, it's Brock Lesnar uh, having this reputation it's for better being than Black the Lesnar alternative Slayer. option that Brock Lesnar had too, which Brock Lesnar apparently nixed and said, "No, fuck that." Well, way better, Wyatt. Than, way better than that. 
Well, I just I, Brock Lesnar has Bobby Lashley got to suffer. That that Brock Lesnar had this reputation for being the black man slayer, and uh, this is the biggest of the black man. So <laughs> I just I I, I, I yeah yeah I, I'd, I'd rather not see that. You know, Omos has enough of a tough sled in the head anyway because of, you know, his limited ability in ring. Uh, anyways, life is hard, folks. Uh, life is very hard. And uh, Sonya Deville found that out recently because she was arrested. And let me tell you why she was arrested. Uh, about two years ago now, uh, there was a one of you deranged fans who... Uh, talked about wanting to kidnap her. The man actually broke into her home where she was staying with Mandy Rose at the time and startled her. So she had to go to court and they called police and everything like that. So naturally, after not feeling safe in your own home, you're going to do something mm -hmm. to protect yourself. So she bought herself some protection. She bought a gun. She has a firearm in her possession. Uh, but apparently, apparently, it was only registered for Florida, and she was up in New Jersey, and a uh, valet apparently found, found a gun in her a golf compartment and then called the police. It's just, it's really sad. It's really sad. I, I don't know what business he has sorting out through her car, looking for certain stuff. It, it was none it. of your business. It, it, yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> it was it was none of your business, sir. Like he said, snitching is not something that we are a fan of around here. It's not something that we tolerate. Yeah. But uh, listen, it, it's 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 not something that should have even made headlines. Like the woman is protecting herself. She stays trapped as she should. And we, we're gonna run that back. Because this is a classic quote, Arn Anderson. I pull out the Glock, put it on his forehead, and spill his brains all over the concrete. Shout out to Arn Anderson. Straight up. It's only two straps oh, out man. here going crazy. <laughs> Glock Anderson. <laughs> Glock Anderson. All right, so uh, I mentioned earlier that I had a little something in, in relates to uh, talking about PC. Uh, this isn't necessarily for the PC, but uh, Sir William Regal, uh, back with the WWE, is uh, currently the Vice President of Global Talent Development. So mm -hmm. a breakdown of what his job entails now. Uh, listen to this. So he attends weekly Raw and SmackDown events, where he takes notes on all the matches at shows. Then he meets with the talent after their matches to give them direction and advice about how to make their matches look stronger, more realistic from an in-ring perspective, includes notes and suggestions on how talents can improve their selling, physicality, during lockups and reversals, etc. So essentially, he is coaching them, you know, after their matches, which is something that helps improve the in-ring work for everyone, Imagine that. which uh, exactly. So it's like you, you think about people that say they don't need this, they don't need that. If you had someone doing this in a certain promotion, who's uh, starting their their pay per views very shortly, mm -hmm. uh, 
you would uh, have a, quite a bit less uh, mishaps, incidents, accidents, things of that nature. But uh, what what do I know? I'm just a fan. Just a fan standing here doing a podcast with my mic. I, I don't know. Yeah, we're not the three-time Booker of the Year. No, not at all. Not at all. Three times. Apparently, there's some cash. Well, there's cash that comes with that. Uh, and my last thing here, uh, we mentioned his name already, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. Uh, Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, speaking on the end of his in-ring days, and uh, he's already said that the last time you saw him in the ring, which I believe was uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, said will most likely be close to his last time with the company. Uh, but he said he wants his last match. Uh, in fact, he quoted as saying, I did my deal with the devil and they owe me one last one. Uh, if, the, if this is the end, just give it to him mercifully so we can move on. Uh, I, I, he overstayed his welcome. I, I don't want to see him back. Uh, so send him off right way and uh let us move on he's already hall of famer so outside of a retirement match there's no obligation let's just move on hey goldberg versus omas i i would honestly i'd rather see that than, than brock versus omas honestly i could do that i mean you already know what i want to see brock do and bobby y'all can have Bray, y'all could have had Bray Wyatt host or something, you know, something outside of the ring. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that, that's y'all, fine. Y'all, too. y'all taking away people's WrestleMania roster spots and giving it to Bray Wyatt to waste everybody's time. It's crazy to me. They are indeed. That's crazy to me, Trips. Come on now. <laughs> Because I, I, I'm going to go into a tangent right now. Because what y'all got Bobby Lashley doing, I don't want to see that, man. Because, like, what's the end game here? Because Bobby Lashley lose, I'm going to be mad. Because, like, damn, y'all made him look like a bitch. That's the direction it's going. And if I'm wrong, I'll admit to being wrong. But y'all making my mask uh, come off looking potentially like a bitch if he were to lose this match. And it don't make Bray Wyatt look good if he lose. It don't do nothing for him. Well, I, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna character. I, I held as long as I could. Um, <laughs> so I, I saw, no, I talked about this yesterday when uh, I did the show with with um, with Matt and everybody on uh, getting off. We talked about Megan and stuff like that. Hey, Megan was um, ass. It was. It definitely was. I I ain't seen um, the Peacock version. I spent eight dollars at the movies for that shit. Bro. It was trash. Oh, I never would have spent money. That's why I waited until the Peacock version came out. But no, like we was like afterwards, we was talking about oh, just like wrestling stuff like that. But I I talked about this match. I'm like, I I'm not keen on it because it's like either which way you look at it, who who goes over and why? Because yeah, Bobby could go over, but it's like if you're expecting something different to come out of Bray, just go around. You built him up for a big WrestleMania man. I don't think he's I'm not sure if Bray has even won at WrestleMania before. If I'm remembering. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, pandemic mania. But that but that's it. 
So it's it's not good for either. These two to me just don't gel, and that that's what my biggest they don't issue gel with is a lot here. of people. Yeah, but it's just like this one doesn't work. And 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 Matt was saying like you know well if Lashley loses that you know with all the shit he got going on you know Uncle Howdy and this that and the third then that'll be the catalyst for him getting back into the hurt business with MVP, um which is fine but it's just. I don't see these two going well together like that, you know, and the build is like hit or miss for me right now. Mm-hmm. So that that's, that's the other thing too. It's like, if, it, if it's not going to be a good build, I'm not going to be invested into it anyway, but I just, I'm not seeing these two together like that. And you can't tell me that wasn't Dolph Ziggler in the Uncle Howdy costume on Friday. Oh man, that's uh, that's a main thing. Like Uncle Howdy is whoever is backstage and available to wear the Uncle Howdy costume. It ain't nobody in particular. It's like suicide. Remember suicide in TNA? Oh my God, he was everybody. (laughs) Yeah, it was Christopher Daniels, T.J. Perkins. Yep. Yep. I say all that to say, man. Listen. Ain't nobody trying to hear that bullshit, oh, man. I don't want to see it, bro. Like I said, you don't yeah, do Bobby Lashley no favors, man. Like you say, I don't play these games. Like Bobby Lashley coming off as a real nigga, and he, he mm-hmm. need to end this match very quickly to really get that point across. Or I'm not gonna believe it. As a black person, I'm just gonna be a little disappointed. Cause it's like that's yeah, that. It's like that person at your job that just like just thinks shit sweet. Mm-hmm. They like, nah, fam. Like, I'll say fuck this job in a minute. Keep fucking with me. <laughs> like this, this the whole energy I'm getting from this. So I'm I'm gonna need it to really go full throttle with it. And Bobby Lashley fuck him up. Yeah. And that don't do nothing for Bray. And if it Bray really- wins, it it make Lashley look weak. <laughs> it do. So yeah, my true. Negro bias is saying I don't I don't want to see this match at all. So it's very unfortunate. And Brock Lesnar, who has all the veto power in the world, was like, nah, I ain't doing that shit. That's why he didn't want to work with with, uh, with Dean Ambrose. I ain't doing that shit. Well, this one, well, Dean, it wasn't that he wanted to work with him. It was that he didn't want to do... work with no chainsaw. Yeah, he didn't want to do nothing crazy because he was prepping the to do another UFC we're, fight, we're prepping to 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 get a loss overturn, a win overturn, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but no, like this is this is actually the second time that he turned out working with Bray, and you could argue the last time would have been uh, a better fit. This go around, I, I don't. Didn't he with the way Brock working with Bray at Survivor Series. No. Um, it was going into Mania 32, but it worked out anyway because Bray got hurt. Because uh, they had they had that whole thing where like him and Bray, uh, Bray no Bray and uh, Luke had like Luke Harper had jumped Brock and they had that match at Roadblock and everything like that. So they were setting that up, but Bray had like the ankle injury or whatever. So it worked out anyway. But I don't know. I feel like that would have been a better scenario than this going around because like Brock's character it just like wouldn't be gone for this shit 
that Bray is doing right now. Which you would think Bobby doesn't either. So that, that's why, again, it's just like... Y'all couldn't have found nothing else for him to do? Like, there were there were other scenarios that I think fit better. Like, what, what's the deal with Alexa? What happened to that? No, no. No idea. Honestly, if if Seth Man, put Bray Wyatt back thing. in NXT, bro, like let him shut fucking recruit schism or whatever. Link him with them. They need something. Uh, they could they could use a boost to be interesting. Uh, Bray Wyatt NXT alumni. It's not an insult sending them down there. I don't know. Like I feel like if Seth wasn't doing anything, like because because they because they got history. Yeah. From a couple years back, like that's something that could have worked out because Seth can make anything work, you know, gimmick wise. I mean, and, wasn't able to work it uh, last time. Well, and that, that's because like he was the face and everything like that. I think they, I think it warrants them getting them running that back because you couldn't even really get into any of their matches because everyone was so focused on, oh fuck Seth, he's not interesting as a face no more. We want the Fiend to be champion, blah blah blah. Like all of that was kind of just weighing down all the work they were doing so you didn't really get to appreciate it if you run it back now with a set that people get behind and whatever this version of bray is i think we could better get into it and you know be invested in whatever they whatever match they have perhaps perhaps or possibly never know never know yeah, more on uh more on that here, but uh let's switch over because this is one of the rare occasions that we talk about AW on here. We really only talk about AW like four times out the year, and that's when they have a big show. So mm-hmm. really, this is one of them times. Uh AW <laughs> Revolution is uh is uh after we record this. Might be happening soon, actually. I think the zero hours is might have just started. Uh so let's talk about AW Revolution. Live from the Chase Center. Now that I just got reminded, uh, because they were at the Chase Center, the Warriors had to go play on the road against my Lakers. Who won this match real quick? You got to check this out. Lakers won. I love it. That's what I'm talking they did? about. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, man. Which means the Warriors on the road, they're going to lose. It's just a fact. They lose on the road every day. Busting my part, leg. God damn it. it. I mean, it's, it's your fault for not recognizing the trends, my brother. Uh, aw revolution live from the chase center in san francisco uh it's probably the 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 newest arena they have ever done a show at this arena just opened like a year ago yep um Mm -hmm. eight matches on the card let's run through these real quick man uh first match i got here in a final burial match which from my assumption because we've been talking about uh you know Jungle Boy's dead father, R.I.P. Matthew Perry, yeah. um, mm-hmm. talking about his dead father. And my assumption of it is like a buried alive match, but uh, apparently it's just a no holds barred match. I don't know. We'll find out whenever the match starts, I guess. Uh, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Who you got? Uh, shouldn't be no reason for Christian to win this match. I thought the whole point I mean, that's of this my feud thought. was. <laughs> but... Yeah, the, the whole point of this feud, in my opinion, I thought was to elevate Jungle Boy. So, uh, 
this should be what if this is the final <laughs> burial, then I think this kind of spells it out should be Jungle Boy going over. Uh, yeah, I got Jungle Boy going over too, but you never know uh, how that's going to work out. You know, I feel like they've been feuding for like a year. Yes. Yeah. Way too long. Yeah, should have wrapped this up now. Maybe, I think Christian might have been hurt. Jungle Boy might have been hurt, one of them. Yes. Uh, they had a they had it. One of them had like a neck injury. I think it was Jungle Boy. Yeah. So yeah, this should uh, it should be good. One of those uh, possible star making performances, but uh, you know we got to see how it turns out. So I'm uh, one of the few matches I'm interested in. Uh, next match: uh, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Jericho's new group called the Appreciation Society? They are banned yeah, from yeah, Jericho. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, Ricky Stark should win this match without the outside interference. He should win the but match anyway. He probably won't, though. Yeah. I got Ricky yes. Starks winning just because that's the way it should go. Well, uh, because I don't trust them in the booking, I'm going to say Jericho. <laughs> Yeah, it should be Ricky. So we're gonna get through these predictions, but I'm gonna pull up the the, the betting odds real quick. So mm. that's how we're really gonna find out who winning these matches. Right. So uh next match uh for the trios championship, the elites put the titles on the line versus the house of black. And uh y'all know I don't fuck with the elite, so give me the house of black. Yeah. Um I feel like uh, House of Black hasn't been getting their due since they started doing this shit. So <laughs> if this is that moment, if, yeah, if this is that moment, then just let it be and don't screw it up, which they have a tendency to do over there. So, uh, yeah. Especially when it comes to the elite. Yeah, I've, I've never cared for the elite. That, that, that's been pretty well documented here. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought like the House of Black was a pretty solid gimmick, and you know, for um, what's the name now, Malachi Black. Um, I think this was, you know, a nice, nice uh, expansion of his creative idea, and it's been up and down. So uh, let's kind of get them back on track here. Yeah, at the uh, explicitly. In fact. So I'm gonna circle back to the first match here. Betting odds have uh, Jungle Boy at a minus four fifty, so pretty pretty good odds. The way it should be. Yeah. Uh, however, this one uh, concerns me a little bit. Ricky Starks is only a minus one fifty. Jericho is a plus one hundred. So do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, the elite there are minus one ninety. And uh, the House of Black is a plus 120. So, again, it's close a, enough. a little concerning odds, but... Close uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, for Next match for the Women's Championship. Say our predictions and then throw out the betting odds here. Uh, Jamie Hayter puts her title on the line versus Soraya and Ruby Soho. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm firmly going with Soraya on this one. <laughs> just because it's like it's like they uh, this has been like penciled in since she got cleared and mm-hmm. showed up debuted 
And then it's like they're giving it away because the Bellas are backstage and everyone's coming to see them. They brought the kids, like they're celebrating already. So this is for me, it's just a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Uh and and I I've been saying that too. It's one of the few uh, you know, I don't watch the show, but I do keep up with what's going on. Um un- involuntarily, I might add, but I still keep up. <laughs> I still keep up, regardless. It's, I don't seek it out. I just happen to see it all the time. I know what's going on. Uh so from what I've been seeing, yes, Ray is probably going to win this. However, uh, the betting odds have Jamie Hayter at minus 275 as a favorite. So mm-hmm. uh, so Ray okay. is only a plus 200. Okay. So we don't have to see. Swerve? Yeah, possibly. Uh, all I know is Ruby Soho's probably going to take the pin here. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's unfortunate. Uh, mm-hmm. Next match, a... Uh, Texas death match, John Moxley versus Hangman Page. And uh I I got Moxley winning just because he win every damn match. He's like the final boss. But Hangman Page is a minus 400 on the betting odds. So I got one for you. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, because I'm. I'm just. I'm just gonna go out and say it. People get mad when they say John Moxley does the same matches over and over again. It's, it's this is further proof. This is further proof. Like he, it, he literally does the same shit over and over again. And y'all sit up there and get hyped for it and get mad when people aren't with it. Like, no, I'm not. I don't care about it. It's like you could go to GCW if you're gonna do this all the time. Like, yeah. I don't care. I really don't. Like, I would think, hey man, Page has some better shit to do. Like trying to get back to your title. So like, <laughs> right? He lost this, that motherfucker and didn't, didn't care after that. that. Really? Like after you were like the linchpin for like the face that was going to be like the guy in the promotion when it started, and you took this whole story of being a drunk and being dumped by Kenny Omega as a partner and all this other shit to get all the way back around to winning the title, and now you up here wrestling Moxley in his wheelhouse like. I don't care. I don't care. I hope they both lose. <laughs> he is favored to win, so he probably will. Yeah. And please move on swiftly. Yeah. Hey, uh, who you think John Moxley's favorite comic book character is? Blade. Hmm. Probably something to do with blood. That makes sense. Cause, cause he be blading. That was the joke all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That was the well, I, could, well, <laughs> I, I said I said to because something related to blood, so I, I can see it. <laughs> uh, next match for the TNT Championship. Feel, feel like I feel like I've seen this a couple times before, but uh, Samoa yeah. Joe versus Wardlow. I know they had like the triple threat at the last pay per view. How many times are we gonna do this though? Yeah, because I know Samoa, Samoa Joe and Wardlow had a couple already. Yeah. I know they, they had the triple threat at uh the last pay-per-view full year. I think uh Powerhouse Hobbs was in there too. Powerhouse Hobbs is also probably gonna be involved in this match as well because he, he won the big donut last week. Uh all um, the uh face of the Yeah, the face revolution. of the revolution ladder match. Uh okay. but uh Wardlow is a minus five hundred odds to win the championship back again. And uh, they haven't done this man any favors. Like at double or nothing last year, he should be in a way better position than he is now. Mm-hmm. This dude, yeah, gave how many how many power bombs did he hit on MJF? 
Oh, I, I lost count. He, uh, MJF got stretchered out of the arena. He's trying to put that boy to the canvas. He got stretchered out of the arena and then was back on TV like nothing happened. And then he cut that promo and then he disappears for three months. So it's it's a lot of stuff going on with both of those guys that uh, it's kind of odd. But if you can get Wardlow, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. My, um, I'm sorry. This, this is this is why I said to people that that tried to draw the comparison, say Wardlow MJF was Batista Triple H. I said that's disrespectful because we're not anywhere near on that level. And watch them drop the ball. And sure enough, mm-hmm. MJF is the main event of this card as the champion, and Wardlow's still in the mid card. So and I, I, all of that, all of that hype around Wardlow that used to be all the the the, the girls and the War Daddy and Penny Wardlow, all, such a, all of that fell away. Like we don't have Wait. the same hype that there used to be. So either y'all keep just it running, but I don't see it as much as I used. Yeah. To. So so y'all just either fell off the bandwagon or like I said before, y'all jumped the gun a little too fast on this mm-hmm. and didn't put it in its proper perspective. So either which way. It's it's not what it, which I thought it was. So, just let Warlow be who he is, and if he makes it there, he makes it there. You got Warlow winning? Uh, he should, because I mean, at this point, Joe's like forty five years old. Well, yeah, that, and it's just like you gotta you gotta get this dude back on track. Because whether or not he was what people swarping down, he was gonna be. He's one of those younger talent that you were trying to build up to be a face in the promotion. So. This is one of those times where you can just say, hey, let's do that. And I think him and Powerhouse Hobbs is a better match than him and Samoa Joe, you know, in terms of building up this mid-card division for the TNT title. So go for it. Yeah, man, y'all need to get Wardlow back on track. Like, I think everybody saw the vision with Wardlow after that match with Cody, the cage match. Mm -hmm. Shit was fantastic. It was a great, it was like, okay, he got, he got potential. And they've been sitting on that potential. And it was like, of course, last year, double or nothing. It was like, okay, we really about to break out. It has been 10 months. And he's, he's done much of nothing, of note. Right. Fought some motherfuckers he shouldn't have been fighting shortly after that. You just killed the momentum. So I'm looking at minus 500 odds for Wardlow. Win this match. And, and just, it's a lot of damage control that is done all the time. It happened with the acclaim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the claim should have been one of the championships before they actually did. And we had to double back and redo that over again. Whatever the fuck was going on with CM Punk and Moxley trading the title back and forth. Same yeah, shit. That was that was really stupid. Wrong kind of bumps. So seriously, man. No, you talked about jumping the gun with Wardlow. Speaking of jumping guns, we got the ass boys, Colton Gun. And I don't remember the other kid's name. What's the other kid's name? Austin. Austin. Austin yeah. Uh, putting eight tag titles on the line versus the acclaim, uh, versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen, versus the two guys who retired: Ric Flair, Jay Lethal, and Jeff Jarrett. That's J E double F, J A double R E double T. Oh, still getting Lord. them checks, still getting championship shots on pay-per-view. This man has no shame whatsoever. I love it. <laughs> Get them Not checks. Not an ounce of shame. I, That's why I, I got them you. winning. I got them winning the match. I don't care. 
win it. Oh my, they better not win this match. I hope so. I'm a, I say everybody but I them. I on negativity. Give it to me. But anybody but them. That is so ridiculous. Give me Jeff Jerry hold the championship in 2023. I was nationally I, I, televised promotion. I need it. I should not see Jeff Jarrett holding any championships anywhere I should. in 2023. <laughs> that is just insulting to me. Please don't do that. Whatever y'all think. I know y'all think some wild shit over there, but whatever y'all do, please don't think about doing this at all. Who you got winning this one? Uh, probably a claim winner back. I don't know. Yeah. Because it just... You don't have a lot of great options here, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just it to me it just would make sense to put it back. I don't know why they took it off him this early for the ass boys. Never made sense to me. Yeah, I can, so just I give can it back. see. So I can see a couple scenarios playing out. Uh, one, you know, Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody black, which means the only options I have to win are Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal or the Acclaim. So that's that's true. What I would accept. However, the way I can see it going, and it's the way I've seen it going this entire time. I was going to keep letting it play. <laughs> uh, where was that? Uh, the way I, I can see this going, I can see, and I, I've, I've been seeing this vision for a while now. Uh, Billy Gunn turning on the acclaim and helping his sons. I feel like it is it's bound to happen at some point. So uh, I can see them mm. retain. Uh what are the betting odds? That is true. That is true. The betting odds have the uh the ass boys at minus one twenty as a favorite. Uh Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal are plus four hundred. So, <laughs> you wanna bet on them, you can make some decent bread off of that. Listen, listen, I I better not see it happen. Uh, elsewhere, the acclaimed are plus one forty, and uh, Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen—they just there to have fun. I don't think nobody gives a fuck for real. Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen, yeah, very random. Oh, very random. Lord. Uh, and in the main event, what the hell uh, for the AEW World Championship sixty-minute Ironman match? I don't think MJF has wrestled sixty minutes in the last thirteen, fifteen months alone. But he's going to be wrestling 60 minutes tonight versus Brian Danielson, former WWE champion, former two-time WrestleMania main eventer. And uh, I got MJF winning yeah. just because. So yeah, does Las Vegas. Uh, they got him winning big. What's the, what is the number? I'm going to let you guess what you think it is. What do you think it is? Uh, minus five. Minus 500? Uh, yeah. It's about triple that. Minus fourteen thirty. God damn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, realistically, I, I didn't see a scenario where MJF loses. Um we just we just gonna go ahead to go ahead and accept the reality that Daniel Bryan does not want to win a world championship at this stage in his career. He hasn't won it to in a very long time. I don't know what this man wants. What, um, what do you want for real out of your career in life? And that's another reason the Bellas are probably there too. Um, forgot about that. But yeah, well, what does he, he want out of, out of his career? He, he just he just wants to put on really dope matches. And, you know. Where you was at? 
like just get to get the most mileage out of what he's got left because he's when the last time we got Seth and, and Daniel Bryan before he left. Did we ever know. get that? I don't know. We didn't get that. How, how, do we get to see Chad Gable versus Daniel Bryan? Did we get that? I don't think we did. It's a lot of stuff that we could have got if he would have stayed. I, I that mean, is true. The the main reason people wanted him in AW it happened immediately when he first got there. Yeah. So it was like, what? Is, he, he, they say he left to go wrestle in New Japan, and they haven't let him wrestle in New Japan yet. No. Which he is... hasn't been able to do many indies, if any at all. WWE let yeah. Carl Anderson wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like he would have waited another like nine months. He would have been Gucci. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, he just wants to just go put on a good show, I guess, at this point. Like he he be turning down the the oper- the opportunities to hold the belt. So it's like and especially for a guy in MJF who, you know, this has been the pet project for I don't know how many years. Since the beginning. So, yeah. So th- I this literally witnessed this... this man get kicked out of the pool party in Las Vegas. <laughs> I saw yeah, him like... get thrown out of, of uh, Caesar's Palace. It happened. He literally, like, yeah. literally got thrown out. Got picked up and thrown out the room. It happened. So, yeah, they, they've been building MJF as that dude ever since. Yeah, this is going to be... It's gonna be a lengthy reign. He ain't going nowhere anytime soon. I don't even know who would be penciled in to potentially beat him for the title. They, they so this ain't gonna be game. We don't want to see that shit. Yeah, they've been trying to push Eddie oh. Kingston on it. Don't, don't get me pissed. Don't get me pissed off saying no Eddie Kingston, bro. Trying to win the AEW Championship, partner. Mr. I got PTSD from fucking sparklers. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Yeah, man. I'm going to watch this one just, you know, for shits and giggles. I'll be turning the pay-per-views on. Yeah, that's what I said. I'll, I'll tap in for a couple matches. I like watching wrestling. If it's on, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. That don't mean I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to still watch it, though. And if I don't well, really enjoy it, then I'll turn it off at that point. But it's well, a couple it, couple matches I do want to see. I want to see Christian. I want to see uh, Brian Danielson. Jeff Jarrett maybe winning the championship. I'd love to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Negativity points. Yeah, well, I mean, just like I, I said this the other night, like these pay-per-views just be going too long, man. Every single pay-per-view. So, like, give me a couple matches on Everybody there. Be, it's the I'll, greatest I'll, pay-per-view ever. Yeah. Hyperbole. AEW don't miss. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of hyperbole, Max. One is it hyperbole or hyperbole? I, say I always say hyperbole. I saw it hyperbole. I I'd never really know for sure. Yeah, I say both, because I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, speaking of hyperbole, hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way to say it. Uh, yeah. They, I want to circle back to another thing, man. We y'all seen this Undertaker tweet the other day, right? Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I saw the screenshot first. So I saw a screenshot first. I was like, nah, this ain't real. I went straight to Taker's page, and there it was. Uh, if you did not know, it was a dude uh who I don't know, some random guy. Uh 
I'm paraphrasing what he said, but it was a picture of Wheeler, Utah. Mm-hmm. And his name, Utah. Wheeler, Utah. Whatever his name is. I don't know. I don't watch the show. I'm sorry. I don't know his name. But I do know y'all was calling this man a uh, modern day Stone Cold Steve Austin because he bled in a oh. match versus John Moxley. Right. You're talking about hyperbole. And so the I'm paraphrasing what the dude said, but he's like, imagine, uh, imagine Stone Cold Steve Austin tuning in and seeing that this is the guy that everyone's been comparing him to. <laughs> and then Kevin Nash uh, out of nowhere. <laughs> Kevin Nash just be one thing, one thing Kevin gonna do is troll. Yeah, yeah Kevin Nash this. just be smoking, chilling, and trolling. That's what he do on Twitter. Kevin Nash just like, oh no, he, he ain't watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he says. Like he ain't watching. <laughs> and then Undertaker fucking responds to Kevin Nash like huge pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, listen, Willer Yuta probably a nice guy. He he didn't ask to you know get overrated by the coat and get hit with all this hyperbole. He probably just want to go out there and do his job. He probably been right. dreaming of doing this his whole life. That's all. He's just living his dream. He probably mm-hmm. enjoying it and having a good time. He he ain't out there, you know, you probably don't even pay attention to the noise. But you had these folks out here just going crazy, acting like nobody ever said that. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all mm-hmm. said that shit. Y'all talk about nobody said that shit. Come on. That's cap. We totally cap. That means lie. That's cap. We all seen it. We all seen it. We so saw it. Like, ain't, ain't no point in lying now. <laughs> don't check my post history. Looking at as people, right? It's crazy to me, y'all. We saw that shit, man. And then y'all try to shit on Taker. Come on, like, ridiculous. Y'all, y'all talk. Taker was never that good. You're like, oh, okay, all right. Y'all try to y'all try to bring up his politics to to negate his career. I, uh... We're just like, all right, we, we want to play that game. Y'all bring up his politics to try to negate his career. Y'all the same people that call Chris Jericho the GOAT. <laughs> Y'all forgot Jericho no, donated to the same cause as Taker did. We can see <laughs> Jericho donated twice. <laughs> Jericho donated as Jericho and as Chris Irvine. That happened. He donated twice. Yeah, Y'all forget Jericho's wife attended the Capitol riots. Yeah. He we was just, out there. We just got selective criticism. And well, well, Chris Rock says selective outrage. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, and, they weren't even dunking know, on Whirly Yuta anyway, man. They was, they was dunking on y'all. This ain't got nothing to do with Whirly Yuta. Like I said, he probably a nice guy just out there chilling, doing his job. But that, that arrested development that I be talking about. I, 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 I'll even, I will acknowledge this i i gave chris jericho some consideration for goat when he initially won the AEW world title but then time I only goes did on to be nice to our other co-host who who was the first person to ever say that on this show in fact he was the only person to ever really say that and be serious about it yeah i never that thought true. that at all that's very true but it's just like time goes on you see certain booking decisions i just like listen he has his place in wrestling history as well earned and it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm not ever going to dismiss 
uh, some someone else's accomplishments in their their resume based off of their personal decisions. I just yeah. said last week how you know when people talk about redacted, it's like, well, yeah, we're not going to talk about him in any kind of positive light because of what happened and what he ultimately did. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit up here and say that he didn't have a great wrestling career. Now, what he did, what his career ultimately did f- to him at the end of the day and caused him to do with all the that he went at, did out every single year, week and night in front of people, beating himself up in his head, you know, that obviously played a factor. But and it wasn't talk like about, he just snapped and didn't know what he was doing. He was making conscious decisions. Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, this is all stuff that... He consciously that, Googled how to break his neck. Right. He consciously Googled insurance policies weeks before it happened. As far as I'm yes. concerned, it was premeditated. Fuck that yeah. guy. So, it's like, we, yeah, we can't be selective. It's like, leave the personal stuff. If you don't like them personally, if they're not, you know, of uh, a reputable character, that's one thing. But it's they have their the in ring work that 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 you get that you give the credit to, and their personal lives. But don't try to shit on one to big up the other, yeah. because like 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 you said, we're not gonna sit up here and call Chris Jericho to go and say be that that Undertaker wasn't that good because he support police. Like he's we, we said this last cop, week, man. I got. I he's, mean, it's, it's he's, what listen. I feel about the police. I'm not gonna get into that. But He's, if if somebody's brother was a cop and I think his brother died on duty, then yeah, he gonna feel away about about the cops is, like that. That's how it go. He's from Texas. Well, no, I'm about to say white 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 man from Texas down south. Um, you know what what, what are you gonna expect? The old fashioned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and the people that the Jericho's that, from Canada. Yeah. Why Think are you dick riding American politics? Right. Why you got Donald and, Trump's son on your podcast? And and at the end of the day, you know, people that we identify with in the, in the Legends wrestling community, they've sworn by Taker. I haven't seen none of them say that about Jericho. God damn, so man. it's just. So I was just saying, who am I? Damn. <laughs> he the main one. Right. And he 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 the he the blackest he the blackest brother. So I'm saying, man, <laughs> probably been in wrestling ever. Him, no, he don't play that shit at all. Him and Godfather too. Hell yeah, Kishi. Yeah, Kishi black. Shout out to Solo Sokoa getting married. Facts past week. <laughs> I see that post. It's all, yeah, he he he. Solo Sokoa and the Usos and Rikishi they black at this point. Right. This man had Solo Sokoa posted like a photo photo shoot reel, highlight reel of his of his wedding, and had a Kim song on it. Y'all don't know about no Kim now, I, bro. I had when I saw that the the title of that song, I was like, "Yo, this is the blackest out. shit I've seen in a minute from any wrestler." Because I haven't heard nothing about Kim in I don't know how many years now. Like, only black people damn. know who Kim is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is a fact. Like, all right, I'm gonna tell y'all the type of people that know who Kim is. Kim is from Detroit, if y'all don't know. 
So just imagine a bunch of old heads from Detroit born in the 60s and 70s. They are the target audience for this man and his yep. music. We're talking about fur coats, Cartier sunglasses, fedoras with the feather out of it type stuff. Yeah. Them the people you see riding around listening to Kim. Mm, girl. <laughs> All that. Oh, man. Putting it on. Some good music. Some good you know vibes. Just some old niggas. Yeah. Some old niggas. <laughs> they pull niggas at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Y'all are this shit. Rikishi put them on to the R&B, too. Oh, you know Rikishi had that put a little ass on it. Yeah. <laughs> put a little you know ass on it. Oh, man. Shit, I forgot Rikishi was in that joint like Teddy Pendergrass. Mm-mm. Shout out to Rikishi, man. You know what, Rikishi, I don't know if we've done this or not, but. In your whole bloodline, too, just by default. All 120,000 of them. Yeah, man. I like how Sami Zayn fucked it up for real niggas, because I ain't get an Mm. invite to the wedding at all. And they ain't trusting no more outsiders. Yeah, man, it's a wrap. That's crazy. I ain't invite me. Thanks a lot, Sammy. Damn. And and want to play victim now. After yeah, we can talk about that some more. <clears throat> Show me some more of that. Uh what, mm-hmm. what, what else we got on the uh on the agenda, man? Little quick stuff, real quick. Uh NXT Roblox. Let's talk about that. Uh real quick. Don't gotta get too crazy into it with the predictions, but uh should be a fun little show. That every time they had the specials, I, I'm interested in them more than like the weekly television when they build up to it. Uh, we got Roxanne Perez putting the NXT Women's Title on the line versus Mako Satamora. Probably know who's gonna win that match. Uh, yeah, Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers versus Indushare. So I'm talking about uh, you know, we got an appearance from a former WWE champion on the show. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, uh, but Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers probably gonna win that one. Uh, Gigi Dolan yeah. and JC Jane. Who you think gonna win this one? I don't know. I, I'm gonna say JC only because it's like it seems that they're taking the whole uh HBK Marty Janetti route, even though like they both have some pretty solid you know marketability between the two of them. It's like it's easy to promote either one. It's crazy though, man. But, like, I don't think either of them are as interesting apart. Well, I, I, don't, I, don't I really will care say about them being apart from each other at this point. I will. I, I I resonated with the promo that she cut after the 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 whole uh, ding dong hello thing Which when one? she came out and when she came out and was talking about how like you know she didn't fit in the group like I was the third most important person because everyone was oh, looking at Mandy. Yeah, everyone was looking at Mandy first, and then they was looking at Gigi. It's like JC was like the odd man out. Oh, you talking about JC? Which, yeah, yeah. And I was like, which is true. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's true because I was saying it. Like, yo, I was too. Because like, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> she was the third attractive person in the group too. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, okay, you got me. Um, Shorty kind of looked I, like a, a ghost face mask to me, low key. But like I could, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't argue with what you're saying. It was 100 percent true. So, um, 
but typically speaking, you know, when they have scenarios like these, when they have those little breakups of the tag teams, whoever the heel is, it, it typically goes, they go over to start the feud off and then maybe Especially later down the, the line. Yeah. So, so I, that's just right. So, yeah, JC probably got this one. Yeah. Uh, this one is in the uh, who gives a fuck category, but uh, Andre Chase versus Joe Gacy. <laughs> Oh my god, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh they're still doing this. Yeah. And uh we got a jailhouse street fight between Dijack and your boy Tony D. Who you got? Oh man. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna be petty and uh I'm gonna see Dijack win. I hope he wins. You know what? Just because of that, I- I'm going the other way around. Forget about it. Um and Dijak walking around here looking like an undercover cop. Man, shit, not even undercover. This man <laughs> look like a dirty cop. That's what he looked like. A dirty cop off like, duty, being a vigilante from, from the from the movies. Facts. Like, oh man, it's terrible. He got the racist haircut, all that. Right. That's he a knew, racist he haircut. Did that on, he did that on purpose. Now I don't know about him. Sometimes people play their role too good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, outside of that, we got uh, your other boy, Grayson Walla, hosting the Grayson Walla effect with my goat. My goat, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. So as long as I can hear that sexy boy, I'm good on it. Give me that. Because y'all, and, y'all say Shawn Michaels is going to make an announcement and appear on the show, and then he don't come out live. So now we got to have him come out live with the music. Yeah. And uh, listen, people that talking about, oh, Shawn Michaels is going to come out and do one last match. That man is not wrestling in no damn NXT. Hell no. Like, cut the bullshit. He's not. <laughs> like, y'all sound, y'all sound stupid. Okay. Granted, one oh. of my predictions a couple of years ago, I definitely thought, you know, before uh, you know, for all the stuff with Triple H happened, I thought he was, you know, would would have one match in NXT versus somebody. But then uh they revamped NXT and you know, he went into the hospital and then COVID happened before that. So it never it never materialized. At this point, yeah, there's nobody unless Carmelo Hayes. That's the only person I can see Shawn Michaels facing in NXT. Is mellow. Yeah, but that's you know the parallels are there, mm-hmm. and even even then it's just like, nah, you don't need to do that. No, you don't. Um, what Shawn Michaels yeah, is really going to do here is announce uh, an opponent for Grayson Waller at uh, right stand to deliver. Rumored to be Dragon Lee. Yeah. So I think it is. So that that's really all we're going to be going on here. Now, if Grayson Waller say something about his eye, 100 points in oh. my book. <laughs> 100 points. This is why we got blocked. Yeah. Your boy got blocked by his favorite wrestler of all time on Twitter. Mm-mm-mm. Shawn Michaels also tweeted at me once before, too. So I used to wear it as a trophy until uh, now I can't see the tweet anymore. Mm-mm-mm. He didn't delete the tweet. I can see the tweet if I look it up from another account. <laughs> Just can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's get in a quick weekly recap. There's a couple things here. Uh, shout out to Becky Lynch and Lita winning the women's tag mm-hmm. titles. And uh, I said I wanted it to happen. Lita. Yep. Lita might have to hang it up, fam. Yeah, I don't know if she was hurt. Like, I don't know what, what what's going on, but it definitely that that wasn't looking good at all. Like, like I, I again, I, I'm gonna stall out if she was hurt because you know if you had like a knee issue or something like that, then that makes sense. Man, she was taking all if, them bumps twenty years ago, man. Them shit's caught up to her. Right. So I'm just like, if 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 it wasn't not something like that, if she wasn't hurt, then yeah, yeah, this 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 gonna have to be the last run because. I had a lot of concerns when she got tagged in. Like, yo, what's what's, what's going on here? But the highlight, though, uh, you know, I'm chilling. I hear that little Kim giggle. You know what that Mm -hmm. means. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I couldn't tell y'all how hard I popped. Trish Stratus is my favorite women's wrestler of all time. She is uh, the female Shawn Michaels to me on that level of, like, goatness, where I'm just like, yo, this, this is my fave right here. And uh, yeah, we, yes, we definitely yes, getting sir. Trish versus Bailey, which uh, last few times I've seen Trish, she can go. So, oh yeah, 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 Trish. that ain't a question. Trish and Charlotte was a uh, fantastic a few years ago, and uh, Trish and Bailey is going to be just as good, maybe better, maybe even. Better. Oh yeah, so I, I need I, that. I don't complain about watching Trish Stratus matches, even now. No. Not at all. If I can get a Trish Stratus match in my adulthood, even if it's a one time and she disappears for a couple years for yeah. I I don't be well. Well, I, I think we need to like give her give give a mulligan because the last time she had a, a WrestleMania match in Hollywood, it was trash. Yeah, well, it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. Uh you gave her somebody that was greener than some baby shit to mm-hmm. work with. So uh now we're gonna give her an actual talent who is you know, solid in ring to uh, have a solid WrestleMania Hollywood match. So yes, she deserved that. Facts. And then maybe uh, maybe she'll hang it up again for real, for real um, at some point later this year. But I, I would like to see her continue to wrestle. I'm just saying. Uh, I, w- I won't be mad. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got a question for you, Reed. What it up? How many royal families are there in wrestling? <laughs> you know, there are more than one. There's more than one. And uh, we saw two of them go face-to-face on SmackDown this Friday. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. And, man, Roman, uh, sorry, man. I wanna, I, I'm sorry to Roman. I'm, I'm sorry to Cody because uh, he got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Hey, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Got cooked on the microphone, baby. He, he sunned him. He did. Like, that's crazy. He said, "Have, have you even challenged for one of these before?" <laughs> you made a vented. It, you know, it's Googleable. So I'm, I'm going to Google I, it because, as far I as I'm for, concerned, he never has. No, I, I, I would, I would have remembered something like that. So I'm positive he didn't. Ever. We are, we already know he didn't in AEW. So, yeah. Let's, let's Google. We he know had, he didn't he contend had, for the universe. No, no, that was never. But the, not WWE. Well, there might have been like one time he challenged for WWE title, but this is like before we 
got to like universal titles shit like this is back when they had the WWE title with Big Gold but I don't even remember how far back that might have been all we know in AEW he had the one match with Jericho and that was where he said you know he loses he never challenging again mm-hmm. but um no, I feel like he might have challenged for like the spinner belt at one point in time. It's Googleable, and I'm looking it up. <clears throat> so, all right, what we got here? Uh, oh, we got a technicality here. We got Ooh. a technicality here. Uh, his very first championship was uh, <clears throat> Backlash 2009. Oh, it was it was it was six. It was a six man tag for the, the WWE title. title. If they if they win, yeah, Legacy <laughs> versus uh Batista, Shane, and Triple H. So yeah, off a of technicality, my man's Cody has a has at least one. Uh, here's another one. Uh, later that same summer, two thousand nine, Cody got a title shot versus Randy Orton on Raw. Uh, it's a no contest, and uh, that's what it was. I don't see a time on this, so I don't, I don't know how that went. But uh, yeah, after that, uh, I mean, he got a world title shot in the chamber in 2012. You know, the one that Santino was a uh, was the last guy eliminated. Yeah, and then uh, you know the the Royal Rumble, Roman put the title on the line. Outside of that, yeah, never, never contended. So yeah. Well, I guess yeah, Roman was uh count. speaking some facts. Well, and uh cook yeah. my guy. <clears throat> you know, the last few weeks I I've been thinking like what if Roman do win? I I was about to say that too. Like I I have a lot more doubt than I had before the Rumble. Yeah. Honestly. I do. Because I, I don't know. It it's almost it almost feels anticlimactic. Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't quite feel. It's almost too obvious. Yeah. Like we're sitting up here. Like the crowd's behind him. Everything's cool. It's not like he's got any backlash. And, and mind you, what you know? What I didn't hear at any point in time during this promo Sammy, segment. Sammy. Any Sammy chance. So let, let's put that to bed for good. Please. Um. But no, like it just it feels like it's setting us up for a swerve. Like. Mm-hmm. With, with it being so close to Roman hitting a thousand days as world champion, yeah, that's 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 one of the things I was considering because, like, dang, what if they want to get him to a thousand? Yeah, and it's like, okay, I don't think Cody losing kills any momentum. It doesn't, uh, especially if it like if he like barely survives Cody. Yeah, I think that I honestly think that does more for Cody if like, he like is beating Roman's ass. And like he just manages to like snatch a victory from Jaws of Defeat out of Mania. Like that's gonna do so much more for Cody in the long run. So yeah, absolutely. If you think about that, I mean like remember John Cena lost to the rock and just like yeah. like that type of stuff. It, it you kinda I don't think the crowd was being sympathetic to John Cena at that point, and they still, you know, went through with it. The crowd is going to be yeah. sympathetic to Cody if he loses, especially after all oh, that yeah. happened 
especially if the Usos lose, uh, you know, either earlier that night or the night before, mm -hmm. then they're for sure. Uh, but here's here's the one thing that really got me thinking about it on Monday. It was like Cody Rose hasn't lost a match since last year when he returned. Obviously, he didn't have much opportunity to do so after May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, in between January. But mm -hmm. that whole time, Seth lost three straight times to the man. Right. All the other matches he was having on Raw in between that time won every single one. Every mm -hmm. match he's had since the Rumble, he's won every single one. So if this man goes into WrestleMania and has not lost yet, I'm picking Roman. Yeah. I'm picking Roman. Yeah, I, I got to do it. Because I don't think they don't, because they're not having another pay-per-view before Mania. Yeah. So he's, it's just straight into here. Um, Yeah, the more this goes on, the more I'm just thinking, because it's like they just stay, they're playing his mental games, like Paul talking about his wife and Roman bringing up Dusty, talking about, you know, whatever he didn't teach you, I will. He's just sunning this man, just revving him up. Like, okay, so you just – playing the mind games with him so that he's going to come out and beat the ass, like, eh, it might not go quite down like that. So, yeah. I, I I could I could see I could see a scenario, like I said, where Roman just kind of survives and um, it's just going to do more because I don't I don't I don't see him losing at any point in time like that. There would be no reason for him to lose a match going into going into Mania. Yeah, nah. Y'all can uh nip that one in the bud, man. Yeah. It's uh We're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. That's all. Uh but yeah, we've reached the conclusion of our show here. And uh WrestleMania is in how many days? I'm trying to do math in my head. Uh Four weeks from now, exactly. Yep, twenty-eight <clears throat> days. Man, less than thirty. Twenty-eight days. Shit. Want to be technical? It's twenty-seven. We gotta do like, we gotta get the crew together and do like a watch along or something. One of these days. One of these days. Like, everybody got Peacock. You get on Zoom, mm -hmm. just share screen, watch it. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all content out of it. Y'all peacock be, you know, a little trailing behind, be a little slow. Some of y'all internet be slow. Y'all be delayed like two minutes. <laughs> y'all be on Twitter, uh, stop spoiling it. <laughs> Get y'all life together, fam. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey man, plug your socials, Reek. Yeah, uh, I can find me at Recaver24 on Instagram and on Twitter. I can find Havoc Hour. Uh, my past content is up on there. On stream platforms, we find Young Kings Wrestling, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and video versions on YouTube. Uh, Y'all already know that's on ice for right now because I got another podcast on the way. Uh, it's going to be called At the Buzzer. Uh, got some meetings to have about getting the ball rolling on that, so uh, stay tuned for it. But uh, all that content, like I said, is up for the Havoc Hour and the underscore, the Instagram page, underscore the Havoc Hour, underscore. Check that out, too. Hey, we're going to be talking about some other basketball in there? 
Um, it might be. It might be. I don't know yet. Gotta fill some see. content up. Yeah. It'd be a full blown yeah. basketball podcast. It could that be. creative it could freedom. We're gonna we're gonna see. For sure, man. I am the Thespian TC Fontaine. Follow me at tc.fontaine on Instagram. Follow me at foy.flix on Instagram. And follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling for your wrestling content and whatever else we put up there. You know, y'all got any ideas to throw for the YouTube channel? You know, let us know. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. We need more followers. Don't y'all want us to get monetized? Yeah, man. We need more subscribers. It's like it's been three years. Like, let, let, yeah, let's, like let's, let's, ele- let's elevate the homies. Yeah. Like, give us some content ideas so we can get some more subscribers. The fact that we don't really put content up there and we only halfway away from getting monetized. Yeah. Come on. It's about That's kind of, you know, in, in, in other cases, it would seem pathetic, but it's just like we don't upload a lot of content. When we do upload right. content, you know, we get some subscribers out of it. Something All right. Give me some ideas of some something to work on. Help us help you. That uh that that won't get uh, you know, copywritten. <laughs> Give me something yeah, we that's not gonna get hit with the copyright. Like let's let's not let's not do that. Please and thank you. Ain't nothing worse than wasting your time working on something and getting hit with a copyright strike. Mm-mm. It's aggravating. It is. Instagram did it. Instagram shut us down completely. Some, somehow. Mm-hmm. Facts. YouTube, they, you know, YouTube a little better about it, but, you know, it's still want to take no chances with the YouTube well, channel. So. I want to say YouTube is reasonable sometimes, you know. They'd be like, we're going to hit you with this copyright. We ain't going to give you a full. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, you it's like you get, a, you, get a, you get a warning. See, I can accept a warning. They give you a lot of wrist slaps. Yeah, that's fine. I ain't mad about that. Instagram is some hoes. Taking his page away, thousands of followers on Man, it. It's tough. Like, We're about to Black get monetized History on month. there too. They're in Black History Month. Like, I ain't gonna never forgive that. Never, never, never. All right, we, we, we've talked enough now. Uh, until next week, <laughs> we'll be back at y'all with another one. Another one. This has been your boys, Reek and TC. TC and Reek. Sir. The thespian TC Fontaine and King Reek of the House of Havoc. We go. First of his name. Oh, yeah, the first of his name. All right, see, I'm going to let you say your nickname <laughs> from now on. King Reek of the House of Havoc. First of his name. Yeah, I, I can't do that no more. I don't, you know. I'm not qualified. I don't I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. Can't do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. out of here. Boom. Count.